Welcome to the Heather Penny Podcast, where our goal is to help you reach your potential by increasing clarity, building confidence, and engaging courage. Dr. Heather Penny is a leadership coach, trusted advisor, and admired author. I'm Christina Morales, a writer and marketer, and Heather is my dear friend and my coach. So 2020 ended, and it's kind of funny. I think many people thought that once the year closed, then we have a fresh start, but the problems didn't magically go away. Even years apparently can have baggage that they bring into the new one. Yep, yep. (laughs) And that's why I'm so glad that today we're going to talk about choosing your word for the year. Heather, Mm -hmm. you're giving us an anchor to hold on to in this storm, so thank you. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) When did you start choosing a word for the year, and how many years have you been doing this? Well, um, I used to choose more themes, like what I was working through and going through. And in really, in the interest of kind of simplifying it, I started zeroing in on a word. And probably about 10 years ago, I started doing this more intentionally. And I'll be honest, it was to simplify my life more. <laughs> and I think once I had one word, that's all I could think on or focus on. And I just let that saturate my world, become intentional in it. And I liked how the the word would shape me throughout the years. It always surprised me. You kind of go into a year choosing a word thinking you might know the outcome for it, (laughs) but you don't, you know, we're so complex human beings. And as we invite in our higher power and invite in God, there's a whole nother conversation. Oftentimes it's going at that level as well. So it's just this beautifully complex journey that helps you get to know yourself better. And I really enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So drum roll, please. What is your word for 2021? (laughs) My word for 2021 is compassion. Okay. And I came off of 2020 with the word mission. And I remember choosing it back in January and looking back, you know, that's where we get our strongest clarity is in hindsight, looking back in January not having a clue what was going to be happening come March of 2020. I thought it was fascinating that the word mission um, came to me and it was something that I wanted to step into because it helped me focus on what truly is my mission. When crisis happens in your life, you start really asking bigger questions, deeper questions like what, what's my purpose? Why am I here on this earth? What do I have to offer? What is the world really looking for? How do I make this not about me and how do I serve humanity? Those began to be the questions that came out of the word mission. Mm-hmm. What then happened is it morphed into for 2021, I usually like to build on words is this idea of compassion compassion toward myself, compassion toward humanity, because I could feel the pressure to execute a mission. And I didn't want that. It's not mine to own. It's mine to kind of show up for and to make sure that I'm being fully present in how I love others and how I love myself. And that's where the best, that my best self kind of flows out of that when I can get that straight. So when I realized that building on the word mission is connected so deeply to how I offer compassion to both myself and others that helped me see and clarify. That's really what I want my mission to be about. How do I help us be kinder to each other? Really more humane. I've been thinking a lot about that word humane. It's part of the word human and in the, everything that's been going on in our world, it feels like we've lost some of this humaneness. Absolutely. So as I, I step in the word compassion, 
I'm literally looking forward to what this is going to teach me. And it's almost like I show up with my word and I allow myself to be a student of this word for the year. Mm -hmm. And if somebody has a blank slate, like you're saying, you build on it year after year. If somebody doesn't have that history with it, how should they choose their word of the year? Well, I usually encourage people to look back, look back at your previous year, uh, take some time to reflect on what, what you learned, what was working for you and really where you want to grow more and where you want to move forward. <laughs> so as I looked back on the word mission and what it, how it served me, I even got to sit down with a group of friends and I said, Hey, let's explore what our word did for us this past year. And then let's see if any of us have clarity on the word we want for 2021. And it's a group of four of us. It was such a cool conversation. We actually did on new year's Eve and to listen to them talk about how their word had transformed them over the past year was fascinating to me. And it inspired me, my growth and giving myself the chance to talk about it out loud gave me more clarity. A lot of times we hold some of this inner wisdom within us, but we never really talk about it outside of ourselves. Talking about it outside with people who are able to hear you and listen with you gives me the ability to get more clarity on that. That word really transformed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what am I ready for? So it was really a fun conversation to hear how uh, these words had transformed each of our lives and what we were all wanting more of. And it's fascinating because uh, another friend that I had talked with about the word for the year, he shot over to me. I think it was New Year's Day. He said, hey, here's my word. It's self-compassion. Like, Are you kidding wow. me? Mine's compassion. This is awesome. And as we have a friendship and we are talking on a regular basis, I think I've been given that gift to have a friend who has a very similar word. And I think he's been given a gift of a friend who has a similar word. And I think that's mm-hmm. just so powerful. I think that's what's moving in our world that we're all aching for some more compassion in a way, having someone else come up with that word confirmed what I think humanity's longing for. So as we kind of get in touch with what our own longings are for this world, it usually is in touch with the world is hungry for and how we stay true to that is really what we get to, to offer what, 2021 is looking for and, and stepping into that. And we, we talk so much about wanting to find our purpose. And I want to say these words will lead you into your purpose. If you Mm -hmm. can find a way to be a student of it. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I'm going to share mine if that's okay with you. (laughs) Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't ask. I got really into my word, Christina. (laughs) No, no. Well, for me, like, Uh, 2019 was a painful year for me. And Mm so 2020's word for me was metamorphosis. I wanted to be Mm -hmm. that butterfly and I became so into myself and I built so many walls, my cocoon. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to break out of that cocoon and be the beautiful butterfly that God created me to be. I was tired of hiding and living in pain. Mm -hmm. So 2020 was just a year of metamorphosis, taking off that pain. Well, and it's kind of ironic because boy, was this a hard year. <laughs> and so, but yeah, talking to you and these podcasts and building our friendship stronger helped me to break out of that cocoon mm. and to be the butterfly and say, okay, I'm okay with who I am. I'm okay with the colors that God has put on my wings. I'm okay to fly into the world and be confident in who I am. And I'm okay to have these boundaries too. The cocoon, I don't have to hide within myself, but I can fly and I can say, okay, this is where I want to fly. I don't have to um, be dictated by other people anymore. And so my word for this year is believe. And it goes along with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. 
believe there's good in people, mm-hmm. believe that I can hope again, believe in myself and my capabilities, believe yes. in a God who loves me and sees mm-hmm. me. And so I'm taking it. And I, like you said, I'm building it from metamorphosis to go one step now to believe, to believe in the good in the world again. And so it's kind of funny because that goes with compassion to believing there's good and believing that we can love and make a change in the world. Oh, how exciting. I mean, I've, and I've had some several close friends shoot words over to me. So I'm already getting this repertoire in my head going, I've got a friend with believe. I've got a friend with we- rebirth. I've got a friend with yeah. self-compassion. You talk about synergy and us moving together to move humanity forward or to serve humanity in a time of crisis or hurting. That's exciting to me because it's not on any one shoulder. It's on each of us showing up saying, what do I get to offer during this time? And how can I be a part of what's going on to support humanity versus what's going on to destroy humanity? So mm-hmm. thank you for choosing that word because I think it's going to make me better stepping into it. And it's only going to make you better as we, as we partner uh, compassion and believe. How exciting. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who says when we work together, it's not an addition problem. It's a multiplication mm-hmm. problem. When we pull together for good, then we're multiplying our efforts. It's not just adding one person plus one person. So Yes. Well, you know, let me just self-indulge here right now. Okay. <laughs> I want to reflect on my own word mission because I look back on my year and I have a mission statement. I've had this mission statement for probably 25 years, and it's to contribute to the well-being of others and help them reach their God-given potential. Hmm. and to become a friend of God. And I think as I look at that, how I stepped into my world and my life, that was always my clarifying mission. And it never was about, or, or, let me put it this way, I didn't want it to be about all these other little small stories. Of course, I always got hmm. sucked into that. But that mission kind of helped me drive at a much higher level to grow me into the person that I want to become. And as I look back at 2020, I had no idea we were going to start a podcast. You know, you came to me as a marketing person and said, hey, Heath, I think we should start a podcast. And I go, okay, do you know what you're doing? Because I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And then as that mission unfolded, both for you and for me, you can see that there was this this opportunity for us to show up for our words. Mm -hmm. And the words began to be something that that pulled us forward. And in doing so, it kind of helped pull the humanity forward. So I think that's what gets exciting when you start looking back and seeing how the words changed you and probably changed your world around you more than you realize. Mm-hmm. And what's the idea or motivation for finding a word rather than creating a goal? In a way, it's like mm-hmm. it is a goal, but it's more, I want to say it's more like an emotional, mental, it's not like I'm going to eat better and lose 10 pounds. It has a yeah. different purpose. Can you explain that? Yeah, the, I think the word for the year is pretty sacred, you know, and I'm thinking about what just happened to me this morning. My husband and I were sitting down talking. And he said, I have my word for the year. And I was so excited because he was kind of noodling on it for the last three or four weeks and didn't have it. And then he said, here it is. And I'm not going to share it. And I'll tell you why I won't share it. He said, I don't want to share with anyone. I just want to share with you. Hmm, okay. And so that really hit me that sometimes we have sacred spaces within us and there's a word that defines that sacred space that you're not even ready to share with the world. But if you are getting in touch with where it feels tender or where it might feel too good to be true or places that you've avoided for too long, 
or the word scares you, grab onto that word. Mm-hmm. And I had another friend who said, I'm choosing as a really powerful word for the year, but it's terrifying to me. And you know, the word freedom. And I said, yeah, that is, that is rather terrifying, <laughs> but I loved it because she knew that she wanted more freedom, but she didn't know how to get there. So that was the word she was clinging to. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of a word I had for the year once when I was living in so much scarcity, so much survival, I grabbed onto the scariest word I could think of and it was abundance. And I just thought, okay, here's, here's me showing up in my little scary wobbly <laughs> way of abundance. The funny thing about that word is as I learned about it, engaged with it in abundance, and oftentimes we think abundance of resources. Yes, that did come, but I learned the abundance of love. I learned the abundance of the friendships in my life. I learned the abundance of so many other things and how much I had lived with the scarcity mentality. But the abundance was so big, it scared me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't realize I was dealing with fear. So the word for the following year was enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because I just realized all this big, beautiful stuff that was coming at me, I didn't have to manage it. I didn't have to control it. I didn't have to fear that it was going to go away. I simply got to enjoy it. And so that was the next word that kind of followed on the heels of abundance. So each word teaches you what you want for that year. But I would say... And I give this advice all the time. Choose the scariest word you can because it means you're longing for something and you don't know how to get there. If you choose a safe word, you will have a very safe hmm. life and a very safe world. And I'll be, I'll be careful how I say that because sometimes we need safeness. You know, one time I remember even a word was comfort. I had pushed hard. I lived hard. I had, it was an intense season in my life. And I just thought, I just want comfort this year. Uh, another year it was ease. So I'm not saying you don't have to um, always choose a scary word, but get in touch with where you're at in your world right now and say, do I need a a strong word to pull me forward? Do I need a comforting word, like a warm blanket to wrap around me? Where am I at in my life? What is it that I want to go after? How do I want to love myself in this? How do I want to ask for help beyond myself to step into this? These are all powerful questions that allow you to form a word that takes you into the, the year. Does that help? Yeah. And when you're talking about scary words, it's hard because we have the fear of failure then too. Like, and what you were saying about your husband is I didn't tell people my word was metamorphosis because boy, is that a big challenge. Yeah. And if I don't don't come out the end Mm -hmm. better then you know, one step forward, two steps back, that's Mm -hmm. crushing. But it's like success doesn't accidentally happen. Healing doesn't accidentally happen. And so we need to have those, those scary words that push us forward. How do you live it day to day? How does it, um, how does it function in your daily life? Well, I'll be honest. Sometimes I won't think about it for weeks or even months or it's on a subconscious level. I think what I've always been fascinated about is once you kind of choose it, I always tell people commit to it. Don't keep wondering, is this the right word or change it three weeks later or two months later, decide this, if this isn't working for you. <laughs> no, word for the year, just commit to it. Let it play out for 12 months and don't force anything. Sometimes you won't think about it for a long time. Uh, one of the most powerful exercises is to end the year and say, how did this word transform me? Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't have it on the forefront for weeks or months at a time, I get to look back and get strong clarity of the lessons I learned attached to this word. And so I think I want to always take the pressure off. 
I got to think about this. I got to write about this. I got to do things about it. That being said, I want to say you can hold it with the tension of if you want to keep it in front of you. I've done things like I make playlists and I call it that word. So I had an abundance playlist. I had a enjoy playlist and music engages the right side of the brain. And a lot of my work and research of studying the brain and the right side engaging it, that's how we emotionally heal. That's how we emotionally engage. That's how we emotionally are able to, to get our organization inside is when we engage, engage the right side of the brain. So why not? <laughs> it's my thought. Get all the help we can get. If we're trying to move forward in a word, I want to say engage that right side of the brain and see what that would speak to you doodle with it, draw with it. Um, Whatever it is, as you think about that word and let it start teaching you more on the right side of the brain. That's a powerful exercise you can do to start playing with that word. I remember one time I wrote down, it's still in my mind's eye, you know, pictures are worth a thousand words. I think it was about 10 years ago and I wrote down the word abundance. Mm -hmm. Well, I was working on two pages of my journal and I couldn't, I wanted to write it really big but I couldn't fit the whole word on one page. So I wrote it across two pages. Mm -hmm. But what was hilarious is the way I wrote it. It was a bun dance. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was the funniest thing I had my visual. I still have it. And it's like this, you know, this woman with a bun on her head dancing around. I just thought this is the funniest word to me, but it really spoke to me to let abundance flow in my life. And during that time, my daughter's a ballerina and I'd watch her dance around with her Mm -hmm. little bun on her head. And I thought, what an interesting connection this is for me. Abundance is somewhere about a bun dance. And I don't want to go too deep with that because that starts getting kind of weird. But (laughs) I I just want to say you can be playful with your words too and enjoy even how how you write it down, how you look at it and how you see it in new ways because it has something to teach you. I'm so glad you said that because I told you that I'm creating an art wall in my office and everybody I love, my sister, my kids, you, I want to put your art on the wall. Um, And that way when I look up, because we're at home and so I want to look up and I want to feel the love of the people closest to me. And so um, I bought a canvas and I'm going to write believe on it and Um, I want to see it every day and believe and then see the good of all the people I love on my wall and I want it all to come together. So I'm so glad you said that and confirmed my spending at Hobby Lobby yesterday. So thank you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. And here's what I will do. Pick out one of my paintings. Let me know. And it's my gift to you. Oh, thank you. I love that. Thank you. I will cherish it. You know that. (laughs) And you're also a leadership team leader. You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a friend. Uh, Do you think a team, you're like a business, a family, your girl tribe should adopt a word of the year? Do you think that's beneficial as a group? Well, I think I'm going to address that question a different way and answer it in what feels right for you. One of the things that I'm seeing is this idea of the tribe. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, yes, I love the tribe. And no, I do not like the tribe. And I'll tell you why I like the tribe. Yes, which is sharing your word with key players that know how to support you in it. Beautiful tribe. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, sharing your word with people that are distracting you in it, want to control it or Mm. making you not even doing anything malicious, but it's just a lot of work to keep communicating with them. That's when the word starts working against you. So I think there's a sacredness and I want to return to that. Sometimes you're in a season in your life where you need a tribe, where you need more of this group around you. 
sometimes you just get to be the response for a lot of people who want to share their words with you. It's where I'm at right now. A lot of people just seem to be sharing their words and I take so much joy in it. And then I kind of think about all these words connecting and how my life gets to join with these words. And I'm excited that this is the community of people that I'm in, but I don't feel the pressure to have a common word. I think I love the individuality, but the ability to share the words. So it's kind of a complex answer to your question, but I think we're in a world that needs to have more individuality to honor not only honor what it is they have to offer the world, but really to take responsibility for it. My word is to show up with compassion. And I think it came off of the word mission last year. That's what I need to own. That's what I want to step into. That's what I want to offer the world. That's what I want to get better at. That's where I want to serve. That's where I believe the world's hungry. And I think as, as individuals own their own personal word and show up with that strength of identity with a group, you then get to make the group stronger Mm -hmm. versus the other way around. They show up kind of empty and they want the group to fill them. Mm -hmm. That's where I think we're getting sideways a lot in our society. And I want to say, show up with your own strength, show up with your own clarity, your own confidence, your own courage, join where it joins well, but do walk away where it does not join well. Mm -hmm. Does that uh, make sense at all, Christina? Can you share an example of, how somebody could harm or use our word against us. You said that. And so what are some warning signs that we can watch for? Okay. Let me use the word mission. Okay. You know, a good response to that is, and I I had both this last year and I thought it was fascinating. People, I had one friend who gave me a gift that says it's on my, it's on my desk here, but uh, know your mission. And it's this great little sign that I have in my office and I just love it. And it's someone who's staying with me in this idea of I'm trying to understand my mission. Mm-hmm. I had someone else who wanted to define my mission for me. Oh, mm. that's your word for the year? Perfect. Here's what I think your mission should be. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hands off, man. And yeah. so I think that's where it can be helpful and harmful is probably the best example I have. Okay. No, I could see that because like with my metamorphosis, when I started, we talked about this building boundaries and getting healthy. It was, I did get a lot of pushback from people who had hurt me or didn't like the change, didn't like the new strength. And so I could totally see how that would happen. Right. So if you go to someone who doesn't want you to change because they're enjoying, they're enjoying the control they have over you. Uh, they're not going to appreciate that word metamorphosis because you're <laughs> going to change the rules in the relationship. So you're, that's not the tribe you want to select. You want to go select a, a tribe or a group or an individual that says, wow, Christina, what a powerful word. I can't wait to see what this word teaches you. Tell me at the end of 2020 how it goes because mm-hmm. I am here to support you and what you're learning versus I'm here to tell you what you should learn, or I've got some advice on your word, or I got Mm -hmm. some ideas of how your word should be helping you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then you can see that, yeah, that's not the, the space that you want to share that in because that's going to do more harm than it's going to do help. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned abundance. Do you journal um, all of your, like every year do you journal what happened with your word and how do we track that in our growth? I do to some degree. Sometimes it's pages. Sometimes it's a couple ideas. This year I wanted to talk with friends. Mm -hmm. So my husband and I have another couple friend that 
I just said, Hey, I've got a new idea as we in 2020, a bit traumatized. <laughs> Can't, I'd like, I think I just want to have a sacred space where the four of us sit down and just reflect on what, what our words, what we learned over 2020. And if we had a word for the year, I didn't even know if they had a word for the year, mm-hmm. but um, I wanted to see what 2020 had taught us in my theme of my word mission. And I kind of ran it through that filter just to give me a talking point to, to talk about and to explore and evaluate. But then I also wanted to step into what the year was going to bring us. So I think for this season, I decided I wanted to involve a couple close friends. And I was really glad I did. Um, other seasons, I've done it very quietly in my own home by candlelight. <laughs> Just to kind of, it's a sacred spot. Other times I've talked with my uh, husband about it and we've talked together. What I am finding that in our marriage, we're starting to talk more and more about it. What's your word teaching you? I have two teenage kids. One of them loves choosing a word for the year. The other one I asked, hey, do you have a word for the year? And it was like, nope. (laughs) I was like, good for you, man. Live free. So no judgment because that's not what he wants or needs. And and I totally respect that. He has a freedom about him that is really fierce. And I just want to celebrate that independence. Um, So I think there's all these different spaces of where we're at in the season. The the thing we can do self-harm or maybe a lack of self-compassion is when we try to create a formula for how to do it. And we Mm -hmm. smash ourselves in that formula every year. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the better phrase, if you can think about this is kind of just dance with your word, dance with your word through the year, dance with it at the end of the year, and then choose a new partner. Thank that and move on and choose a new partner. Think about this as a sense of you're letting yourself live more and more free and getting to know yourself through the filter of a word. Hmm. It's your abundance. No, bad joke. Yeah, bad it's joke. your abundance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Jared was a dance around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, that was so helpful. Thank you, Heather. Join sure. us. Join us next week when we talk about the marriage partnership, Stronger Together. This is going to be amazing. Uh, Please subscribe to the Heather Penny podcast for questions, comments, and resources. And visit heatherpenny.com to learn more. Uh, Also, leave a review on any of our podcast um, streaming platforms. And we want to hear from you. So follow Heather Penny on her Facebook page. We want to hear your word of the year. Remember, to live your best life, you have to live intentionally. Have a great day, and we can't wait for you to join us next week. Thanks, Heather. Oh, you're welcome. Take care, everyone.